0: Welcome to Ben,
1: Blockchain Education Network,
0: the largest and longest running network of students, alumni, and professors excited about blockchain across the world. A podcast for students by students, sharing their vision that anyone, regardless of wherever they are in the world, will be able to use blockchain as a vehicle to create wealth for themselves and their communities. This is Ben,
1: the Blockchain Education Network.
0: Hi, I'm Matt and uh, I'll be your host for this episode of the Blockchain Education Network podcast. I'm here with William, who's the managing director at Chainlink Labs. William, thanks for joining us. Just wanted to get a brief overview for our students who are listening to this podcast of what Chainlink is and why what Chainlink does is important in the um, crypto space. So if you want to... Yeah, that. Great. Thank
1: you so much. I'm, and, and I'm proud to. be too. As your, as your users might know, blockchains by definition are really kind of static elements. They're, they're databases in a, in a way, right? And information is being stored over time. Those databases aren't necessarily automatically connected to anything. People think that when they build a blockchain application, that, that, that the blockchain is like a, like an operating system or something and it runs systems, but it doesn't, it's just really storing data. And so if you want that data to interact with All other things around the world like, you know, prices of commodities or prices of stocks or weather events or anything of that nature. You need to have infrastructure that connects blockchain and smart contracts to
0: real world things. Chainlink Labs is what that connection is. Yeah, so that's um, a good point. Um, You guys provide data from off-chain sources and bring that into the on-chain ecosystem to help execute smart contracts. So now, Sergey gave a talk this morning and he was talking about the use of oracles for computation, such as like random number generators, for instance. Are there other use cases for oracles other than, let's say, getting weather data or financial data from off-chain sources that possibly haven't yet been realized or maybe fringe cases that are chain link is being used for right now? that aren't so popular, but might grow in the future?
1: What, one of the hard things about this question is that um, it's it's often it's not what are the cases, but what aren't the cases kind of thing. And I, I know that sounds really um, silly, but when you think of uh, middleware, you can really actually tell this system to do anything you want. It's like when you're starting when you're writing software from scratch, you can make effectively you can write software to do anything. The same thing is true with middleware. There's not a single use case where it wouldn't be useful to have a third-party network of individuals who are monitoring these situations and validating that certain activities have occurred in order for a process or a contract to move forward. If you aren't using a third-party network and you aren't using a decentralized system to do that, by definition, you are trusting somebody. If you and I have a contract together and you and I agree to do something, I'm trusting that you are going to do it. If you and I want to remove the trust from that relationship, we can create a network. And whatever the conversation is about, whether I'm supposed to give you some money or whether I'm supposed to—we're betting on a weather event or whatever the whatever the exchange is between us—if you and I are trusting each other, unless there's a third party adjudicating. That conversation. And that is effectively what the Chainlink Network could be, and it could be for any transaction that you and I want to discuss.
0: Certainly. So the applications are really broad, which is why Chainlink I think is very important in the broader broader crypto ecosystem. Now, on that note, Sergey was also talking about enterprise applications for Chainlink. And a lot of times we think about the DeFi applications and the decentralized applications for Oracle networks. But can you talk to our students about what Chainlink does as far as enterprise and, and sure. incorporating into that?
1: Yeah, I think the, one of the easier use cases, and again, this is an area where if you ask me two years from now, there's going to be 20, 20 different answers as to all the cool things that are going on. But some of the early entrants that you see are specific to it. And one of the reasons why you can, insurance is kind of a low-hanging fruit in this area is that insurance in a lot of contracts are, is very matter-of-fact. If an event happens, something else needs to happen. It's, it's very explicit. If it does not rain up to three inches in a particular geolocation this year, then a crop insurance uh, thing pays out. In the traditional world, that's actually an expensive policy to write because you have to have people on the ground, you have to monitor it, you have to have systems, you have to have someone to sell that crop insurance to, someone to collect, someone to make sure that the people get paid. All of that manual processing is super cost for these insurance providers. So in their case, that's not as much of a decentralization play, as you see in, in DeFi, but it's just a cost cost savings, right? Of course, If, I, if I move that contract to the blockchain, if I adjudicate that contract by using third-party weather providers, and I automatically have that contract pay out, I don't have to sit there. I can also sell it on the internet as well my costs come down, the ability for me to provide that insurance is much easier and then I can get more policies in more people's hands. So there's a cost saving element that's real in that case, that is an enterprise. Again, it's a centralized institution that's selling, so they're not taking advantage necessarily of all the
0: decentralization, but they're taking advantage of all that to lower their costs. And do you see that as a way to introduce enterprises to the blockchain space or do they not Care so much about the blockchain. They space. all care very much are, about
1: it. They all care that. very much about it. That's I mean, they they don't know they don't know uh, precisely what what they're going to do with it just yet. But they all know that a certain portion of their business is going to be blockchain enabled within the next you know three to five. years.
0: Certainly. And I think we'll ask one or two questions depending on how much time you have here. Chainlink is integrated with a lot of different blockchains. Now all these different blockchains have different use cases. Um, how does Chainlink incorporate or accomplish this integration with other blockchains? Do you have a team that works specifically with each uh, group? that is working on a different chain or do you have tools that you provide for other projects to incorporate Chainlink? Because I know that you're integrated with a lot of different projects. Yeah. in the
1: that's kind, of our, that's kind of the main thing that we do is make sure that our system can work in as broad locations as possible on as many chains as possible. I think they've already announced on X number of chains and we are aggressively trying to add to that list you know, quarter after quarter. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of people in the company that are focused just on that. It's a huge part of the value proposition. The reality is, is if you're trying to get involved in blockchain today, if you're a company or if you're an individual, the likelihood of you figuring out how to work with 27 different protocols is really quite low, particularly if you've already sunk a million dollars of your company's budget into protocol A. You're not going to turn around and do that same thing for protocols B through Z. So again, a cost savings. Um, it's a huge cost savings. Why would you need to do that when sure. you can use a, a an interloper in the in the in the form of Chainlink to be able to to work with all the users and all those other chains, but simply do so through your existing infrastructure that yeah. you're running on
0: your chain. Link. That's really cool. What's uh, next on the horizon for Chainlink? Where do you see crypto evolving in the next few years, and how does Chainlink fit into that? And I know that's a really broad question because it's. Yeah, things I'll, are I'll, happening so quick. Yeah,
1: I'll speak to my own expertise. I'm, I'm, I'm not actually the crypto guy per se sure, at Chainlink, but, but I do spend a lot of time with with enterprises, and yeah. I know that for the last, I've been doing this for three or five years, not with Chainlink, but it, been in the blockchain space for that. Everyone keeps saying, "Well, this is the year of enterprise. This is the year of enterprise." So I don't want to come here and tell you that this once again is the year for enterprise. But I will say that the 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 enterprise interest, I think, is extremely well understood now. I think. Everyone knows that all of the big financial players are involved in crypto. They they're all involved in certain ways in DeFi. They're bringing blockchain more and more into the work. So from that perspective, you're going to see an emerging use cases that are that are going to come out. Like I said, in insurance, in carbon, you're going to read about some cool, amazing. You know, it's just a matter of time before you you see more and more projects that are coming online that are being enabled uh, by smart contracts, because. Again, why would you choose a trust mechanism if you
0: don't have And little by little, the big businesses are figuring that out. So enterprise is on the horizon. It's going to happen at some point. But we just don't have any idea of how soon. But it sounds like it's it's already kind of gaining a foothold. And so, there's
1: every, yeah, the number of companies throughout our country here and near up that have a blockchain division that are working on projects that are more than just science projects, but are actually things yeah. they're looking to take to, to market is a
0: lot larger than I think anyone, under- anyone knows. Very cool. And one last thing, if students want to learn more about Chainlink Labs mm-hmm. and what you guys are up to, where's the best place to find that? Yeah. Yeah, no, thank that's that's perfect. We 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 frequently try to say
1: that we have one of the larger community in the blo- in blockchain space. I mean, obviously Ethereum is huge, but we consider ourselves kind of an extension in some ways of that. We're on Reddit, we're on the Discord, we're on YouTube. You can, if you just, uh, one of my colleagues whom we all love very much, Patrick, if you just, we're to, you know, do quick Google searches on Chainlink, NFT, for example. There's videos out there that will tell you how to, you know, start building your NFTs off of using Chainlink tech. Right off the bat, the same thing is true with just about any problem you're trying to solve. Uh, very rich community, outrageously great feedback in the chat rooms. We're just about everywhere that you would expect us to be. And everything, of course, is on the GitHub uh, and the wikis and everything else you need to know about, about how to use this. But, you know, we're really excited uh, that people are getting started. And there's also you know, keep your ears and eyes out for hackathons. If you just Google Chainlink hackathon, I, I know we do one at least once a year. I think we're looking to do them maybe even two or three times a year, looking for the best and the brightest to look at some of these projects and maybe even start, start coding up and, and participating in some of these
0: rewards. Great. Thanks so much for your time, William. And yeah, i was certain our students appreciate it, so thanks. Great. This was another episode of Ben.
1: Blockchain Education
0: Network. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockchainEDU. And visit our YouTube channel for more valuable blockchain content.